then okay. check, 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 okay, cool. Keeping it uh, 5150. Yeah. Episode 2A. That's <laughs> <laughs> like 2B at this point. So a little, little inside baseball. We just recorded a bunch of the, and we're going to do it again. Yeah, so <laughs> first positions, everyone. Go back to the beginning of the script. Uh, also, uh, we recorded, as noted, this is this is episode two. You may or may not have heard episode one at this point. Yeah, it was all echoey. Uh, we don't know, we don't know why, and we don't really know how to remove the echo. That's not something that's easy to do. No, the the, the echo's definitely in place. You can add echo if we wanted to make it but, more echoey. It is about black metal. Why don't we just make it more atmospheric? <laughs> Like, go full Mortise and just really make it... Yeah, we should make it distorted, hard to, hard to listen to. Put it out on fucking cassette tapes and just, like, leave <laughs> like them around the city. Wax cylinder. Just get in there. So, segment number one, housekeeping. We just talked about how we're bad at podcasting. Yeah, um, we, we'll get there. The, there is equipment we need to buy. There's apparently equipment we need to replace. Um, we've gone through... Um, we tried it on a Linux machine. We tried it on a... A Windows machine, which is what seems to be vaguely successful right now, it wasn't successful last time. It was that's like it was fucked last time. The first time anyone's ever said that about it. <laughs> Shots fired, Linux. Come wow. at me. Get at me, Linux. <laughs> and we tried it on, on Paul's uh, precious, most most favorite brand of. Uh, of Look, devices. the Mac. The Mac was working. The Mac was working. It, the, the Mac came closest, and then Focus Right let us down. <laughs> poorly built products. They, they do not want us to podcast. <laughs> so. Uh, we're going to try to continue podcasting. Yeah. They will definitely get better, hopefully. Item number two, this is normally a part where we would uh, theoretically read emails and reviews. We don't have it. No, of course not. We because don't have it because no one's heard it. So th- this is, uh, a, a, we're still at the, the, right at the beginning of the tape. We don't yeah, have, this, we don't have this feedback loop where we <laughs> say things and then you guys react and there's a fucking Reddit channel about us and all, no. the, all, our, all our favorite fucking MRA guys get on there <laughs> Talk about that. No, our feedback loop is us plugging shit in wrong, so it's just a feedback <laughs> loop. That is literally all that's happening. Uh, so we'll, we'll we'll get there, man. Like we'll we'll, no, I've got, we'll, we'll have some, we'll faith. be able to read just insulting emails at yeah. some point. If not, I will bring I will start emailing you insulting <laughs> things. Uh, so lastly, before we get into our main topic, let's, let's do some fucking porn from the headline shit. Let's yeah. talk about fucking news. Um, and not like real news. That's no, like the, the actual... real news is too depressing. Yeah. So instead, I, I just, I just want to talk about some dumb shit that happened that happened musically. Like, so the Grammys happened? Yeah. The Grammys are a thing? Of course. Of course the Grammys happened. Did they? Yeah. Because if you deal. told me that they just took a couple years off, I'd be like, that sounds right. Like, I fucking do not follow the Grammys at all. Of course not. Why, why would you? I don't – do people – I guess people do. I mean, it's thing, even right? Even on Facebook, and we know we know people who aren't us on Facebook, and there wasn't a great deal of like, oh my god, I can't believe the Grammys. Or, I can't believe all this Grammy that's yeah. <laughs> just happened. I did see a thing about uh, Metallica and Lady Gaga, and I saw some of the clip of that. And it looked quite good. They were having similar mic problems to that yeah. we were. I guess um, I guess Hetfield was fucking. He was like, hey, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, was like, he was like, yeah. That was super beast. <laughs> I'm sorry. So uh, much better. That would have been. <laughs> why can't Rob Zombie win more Grammys? Because no one cares about his incredibly long. What is this fucking like? Oh my god! Kool Aid acid satanic ritual test version. Like, nah, I think thing. this needs more words. <laughs> People aren't going to know it's a fucking Rob Zombie album. <laughs> Astro Creep 2000 and other synthetic illusions of the electric head. <laughs> no, I'm missing some out. There's even more. This time's way longer than that. There is. It's, it's as if his fan club gets a bingo card but random words on it. And it's like, <laughs> next album's coming out soon. You might win something. Get, get the daubers ready. Like, uh, But yeah, so apparently there was Mike malfunction. There's also the controversy with uh, Beyonce, who released Lemonade this year. Probably the most culturally relevant mainstream album yes even i heard of that and i don't as i said I, I, yeah um, and it was not it me. was not the megadeth album that apparently came out this year no <laughs> big huge deal massive but also I, I can't get through it it's really dreadful it's it's not it's the not, megadeth album yeah yes yes yeah, sorry <laughs> the beyonce album that looked like it was doing what it's supposed to do people seem really excited about it like the right sort of people that you expect to be excited about it were like Oh, this is really cool. It's lady empowering. It's fucking. Yeah, you know, it's like, it's, geez, he's a dick. That was yeah. the main takeaway that I got from it. I was like, that seems good. Good for you. 
Um, Adele also put out an album, which was successful, but not as... Was it one of those number albums? That... I don't know. The, the shit got played on the radio a lot. Okay. It, it won a bunch of Grammys. Yes, and uh, I, I looked at the, the categories and the winners and, and, and the, the nominators, and it, it's not like Beyonce didn't win anything. She won a bunch of things, but she didn't... But she didn't when win, like, she went head-to-head big... with Adele on the big ones, she, Adele won. I like which five of them, I think. Is, like, if Vegas had odds on that, that is not the outcome that... I think everyone would have put that. If the on. Grammys usually, I no, might be asking, they, might be asking the wrong person. Is it usually crushingly predictable? It's like they put up five nominations, and you're like, oh yeah, well obviously it's going to be, you know, Jethro Tull. I, I think <laughs> I think it's a lot of wild card selections because like this is um, the same group that they 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 debuted a heavy metal category, and that was the year that uh, Metallica put out. I think it was Injustice for All. They're, they're greatest album. They're <laughs> their longest album. <laughs> I don't think it's actually their longest album. It no, feels oh like the longest God. album, though. Well, it's because neither of us have really listened to anything since Reload, where, where <laughs> I think then that's when they get into, like, let's make... I don't think all of this stuff's gold. Like, we're, we are guided by voices. We are throwing none of this away. Every riff is a fucking genius yeah. riff. But at least all those songs are, like, under four minutes. They are, yeah, well, but there's like, just 35 of them. Like, it's one song. It's like... <laughs> you could get, like, four... Reload era songs and the like. Yeah, sleeper looking at the album going, well, guys, <laughs> tighten maybe, it up. <laughs> maybe shorter. Um, but they were nominated and they lost to Jeff Rotol. Yeah. When you think metal, right? It's like, what, Judas Priest, Iron Maiden, Jeff Rotol. Like. Jeff Rotol, yeah, <laughs> figures the brick, yeah. Right in there. You <laughs> figure the brick right well, up well, there with British Come on, guys, they use, they use flutes. Like, it's, it's one of the core instruments they're, of metal. They're the second greatest flute themed <laughs> yeah, metal band. Yeah, like Kinski. Yeah. <laughs> Street, streets ahead. So yeah, the Grammys, I think, frequently out of touch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so there's some controversy about that, and I think Adele herself is even like, Beyonce should win this. But the New Zealand Herald needed to get an expert opinion on the subject. So they went to, uh, you know, you want to get someone who knows about music, is culture, super culturally relevant, has has put out like a bunch of relevant albums in the last five years or so. Like or that. music criticism. You know, that could yeah, be yeah. Right, could be like Michael Asbury. Get him in there, or, or even if you're going to go broad, like Simon Cowell or someone like that, you, sure. you, you don't or, you don't want to speak to that guy. Or but. who they had on speed dial, Carlos Santana. Well, yeah, that would be the next the next <laughs> voice, <laughs> next voice you want to hear. They uh, they needed they needed to hear the dulcet tones and creamy lead licks <laughs> of Carlos Santana to weigh in on this important. Did they also ask the guys from Matchbox Twenty, or was that uh, is that yeah, is that I just think, that one? I, I they might have been like Rod Thomas. <laughs> There he was the next guy on the list. It was um, so they they one they they called Santana, which seems ridiculous because why? How is Santana hasn't been relevant ever? And, let's go ever. <laughs> let's just go ahead and just be like the whole time. Right? And even if he was relevant at one point, he's certainly not relevant now. And he does not. He's not even relevant in the genres of music or popular music no. that would he where he would be like. Oh, he's a tastemaker. Let's see what he says. Right. I mean, uh, there are there are eighty six gram- uh, Grammy categories, which, are, as we discussed in the previous Lost podcast, um, we'll put it out as the <laughs> terrible, unlistenable, like, <laughs> the the ground feed buzz <laughs> podcast. Um, eighty six categories. Uh, many there was uh, a bunch of like roots music and Latin music, and many different types of Latin music, and many different types of instrumental music. And you're like, well, Santana probably would fit in one of those one of those boxes maybe sure. maybe maybe rock even but like what surely like but no not not nominated for a single thing in any of those things because i don't think he's put a record out in about 15 years that's because no angels have come to us <laughs> to be like hey you should record an ever two f album that first one was very 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 <laughs> so smooth <laughs> um smooth. <laughs> Jesus like, uh so, uh, yeah, so good old Santana weighed in on it, um, and his his hot take was that Adele won because she's an actual singer, while Beyonce is a model who uh, makes music to model to. I think Santana I, I, I don't played this with music, Beyonce but... in like a Super Bowl halftime show, which is even sounds, weirder sounds than because right. he got like fucking paid. <laughs> you think he would be like? chiller to like his crew you know like also weird who's doing the heavy lifting in that show who's who are people who are people talking about the next day of, of, oh uh, santana with, oh, oh but really okay <laughs> they're like did you did you hear that lead and then they're like the follow-up question was did he play any chords and the answer was no just lead <laughs> only lead <laughs> so santana's garbage yeah and uh, uh, also 
yelling at me. Beyonce can sing, right? I mean, I, I don't yeah. follow her career super closely. Yeah. She looks like she hit some fucking notes. It's a ridiculous argument. Yeah. That shouldn't have even been made because really Carlos Santana should have put that out on his like Twitter feed to his 10 followers or whatever. Yeah. Like, I don't, you know what? Full disclosure, I don't know how many followers Santana has, nor do I know if he has a Twitter feed. But yes, he does on 10 followers. That's <laughs> absolutely accurate. I mean, I just he probably has more than we do on our, on our, on, our, on our band's page, but, you know. Yeah, I mean, yeah, sure. But he's old. You know, he's been at it for a long time. He probably got on Twitter. He probably got at Santana, which we should have got. That was <laughs> yeah, at W Santana should have been like. Real oh. Santana. <laughs> at the other real Santana. <laughs> to wrap up. Uh, people give us uh, re- reviews and emails so we can read them if these are out in the world. Grammys, stop fucking up. Yes. New Zealand Herald, don't what, call what, what are you doing? <laughs> like, get a bigger Rolodex. Get a Rolodex not from the 70s. <laughs> like, and now um, we're going to take a quick break and then have a word from one of our sponsors. Now, Paul, we've all been there. We have. You've been at work all day, and you commute to through horrible rain, and you get in, and you're starving hungry. There's no food in your house, obviously, because, like us, people listen to us are like us. They're childless freaks that listen to podcasts. You're sick, you're sick of that one Thai place that you go to all the time. You don't want to have another, yet another pizza delivered. What do you do? Uh, eat out of the garbage. This, this, is where, this is where Cherry Fairies comes in. For just 60 bucks, they'll send you a refrigerator cold, fist-sized strawberry dipped in white chocolate. If you don't like white chocolate, that's fine. If you think chocolate should choose a fucking lane, no problem. You can just pick that off. And these berries are guaranteed to arrive at your house in two to four weeks. My wife and I tried this last month, and apart from the constant sugar crashes and all-day headaches, we couldn't be happier. So if you go to httpcherriesberries.com and use the promo code keeping it 5150 with Stephen and Paul, you can get 30% more strawberries in your first order. Cherriesberries, food at the speed of fruit. All right. We're back. We're back. Featured segment. This is it. This is why. This is what you saw when you looked at the iTunes. Yeah, this will be the, the, the image. Like the, the, the image is of a screenshot of the, the two words that make up the title of this segment. <laughs> which is weird. That's a yeah, weird we, way to do it. Got such plans for this podcast. Oh, <laughs> yeah, wait till it's real. There's a lot of screen capping that's going to happen for this. <laughs> um, so, what I discovered, I don't know if you're a fan of uh, the internet and videos on the I've internet. I've never used the internet. <laughs> okay. Well, there's a thing on the internet where you can look at videos of stuff. And it's a good time-wasting device. And uh, a lot of free music on that. So, like, on YouTube and whatnot. Um, one of the things that people have done, is they've, they've broken out songs into just, like, vocals-only versions or, you know, to a lesser degree, guitar-only and bass-only. Yes, but, yes. But uh, there's a big, there's a giant, like, portion of just, like, stripping out all the music so you can hear the raw do you know how this pitch. is done is, is it like people actually getting out of the master tapes from, from the studio and, and those being released somehow or is I it is it, it, the, is it like um, just some piece of software that goes that's vocals I'll let that because you can't even hear the fucking drums in the background or anything like that I think some of them the best ones seem to be where they've actually like they were remastering the album or whatever yeah and they had it because those you can really like you can hear like headphone bleed and stuff which yes for people who have not recorded before like <laughs> When you're in the when you're in the studio and you're singing, you've already recorded all the instruments and stuff, so you're just in a booth and you have headphones on, and your headphones are generally incredibly loud. Yes. And so uh, it picks up a little bit. If you listen to these acapella takes and you can hear a little bit of headphone bleed or stuff like that, or like stuff that they've also thrown on the same sort of like tracks, where it'll just be like every once in a while tambourine or something, because yeah. like the background vocals are on that track and they bounce stuff because they're recording the tape. Those are real. Other ones, I think they might have used something to like filter shit out. Yeah, but, it's, it's weird. But m- I think a lot of them seem to be someone who has access to the master tape. Can you believe how awesome this is? There, you know, there's, there are some insulting ones, but a lot of the ones. Should we, that are should on we there, start with the good one, the, the um, uh, under pressure? Yeah. So, uh, so we decided to. I don't know. We we were sharing. This started with uh, just sharing some of these back and forth, and we thought we. We talk about them and sort of some issues around them. So 
Um, yeah, let's talk about some very specific ones that we can kind of, like, blow out. Yes, okay. Thing. It sounds like a... Um, so, yeah, there's one for Under Pressure, which may be my favorite. It's, it's very, very good. It, and it shows you kind of how the song's put together. And yeah. It gives you, like, another, another way of listening to the song. And because the vocals are so present, kind of all the way through that song, mm. you, you, you don't get lost in it. Like, some of them are... Some of the metal ones we listen to, there is, like, a good two and a half minutes before the vocals come yeah. in. You're like... Come on, man. This is this is kind of boring. When <laughs> you don't have to put up all the silence, um, yeah. but under pressure, it, it starts and uh, you, you obviously get both uh, Bowie and Mercury doing doing vocals back and forth. Yeah. I don't know if it's recorded at the same time. It sounds like they, it must have been. They might have. I think because that's a, I think it, the songs they did more of like jamming. Oh, like it, yeah. I think they like figured it out. Like not, I'm not saying in that take. No, like, no. You know, like, <laughs> they're like. Should we give it a go and then a meet like you know movie style just immediately went all the way through? I've it. got an idea for a song. It's called Under Pressure. Okay, go hit the tape. Okay, step one: rhythmic scatting. Like, yes, there's a lot of scatting on that song. Way yeah. more scatting than you thought was gonna be on that song. Yeah. Um. I mean, that's not that great. But he's fucking. He's good at it. Yes, it's true. He's he really he hits every every beat. Every note is is in tune. He's if you're gonna like listen to scatting. You could do worse than Freddie <laughs> Mercury scatting, I guess. Um, There's worse scat out there. <laughs> yeah, on, on we'll, the we'll probably talk about it later. Um, that one's really great. I my my other favorite one is the is uh, Running with the Devil. Yeah, I I did listen For to a that. Completely except... different reason because it is hilarious. <laughs> I'm not super familiar with Running Running with the Devil, so when I listened to vocals, I was like, yeah, this, so that's that's pretty much how I expect Van Halen to sound. So. <laughs> but it's just. You, I, when it's the because there's like a lot of background vocals and stuff that aren't in that. Cause oh, that is okay. Like legitimately, just David Lee Roth <laughs> take. And there's just so many like, he spends so much of it just yelling. Woo! Yeah, like, like, like yeah. Like <laughs> he's like Paul Stanley in between songs. Yeah, he's like yeah, he's like yeah, he's like live Paul Stanley, but for a whole like in the just in the booth. I don't know. That's exhausting. Imagine being David Lee Roth. For a while, that would have been the greatest. Like, 76 through, like, 1988 was probably super rad. And then since then, it's been a nightmare. Like yeah. Like, a living nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> and I saw them at the Tacoma Dome when they got, when they reformed. Oh, really? Wow. And it was uh, hot garbage. This is this is after the guy from Extreme. This is after, yeah, post-Gary Sharon. You didn't see them with Gary Sharon? No, okay. <laughs> I actually this is the first time I had seen them, and the only and the reason I I saw them is they got back with David Lee Roth, and they their warm up shows were all old material. Oh great! And people were like, it's the best. Like you know they don't have Michael Anthony, they have like Wolfgang Van Halen's kid, but they're just plucking shit off the first like five albums, and it's all dope. And then by the time they got to the dope, it was. The show was seventy percent new album. Oh no, no guys, <laughs> no, then, no one like, wants to hear that shit. Multiple... If you've reformed, like when Black Sabbath reformed in '97, uh, no, they, they, no one was saying, "Hey, fucking, what's what new shit? Have, have you come up with a song called Psycho Man? Can you play that? That'd be good." No, no one said that. Fucking <laughs> into the void. Like, <laughs> yeah, super not. Play super not. <laughs> Why aren't you playing Supernaut? That's what they said. We, we just played it. Play it again. <laughs> then play Children of the Grave. Then fucking play Supernaut again. That song does not get enough press to build. Was Planet Caravan? Oh, man. Pantera covered that. They did. I thought, I thought Down covered it, but no, it was a it was, no, that it was, was That's full Pantera. Yeah. Um, Sorry. Yes, anyway, we're back at the Tacoma Dome. So they, were, they would play multiple new songs in a row, and right as the audience was getting up to leave, then they would just throw us a bone by playing <laughs> like fucking Panama or something and just be back in it and be like, that's great. They got blown off the stage by Cool and the Gang, which is the opener. Wow. And Cool and the Gang was fucking awesome. <laughs> and David Lee Roth did. Did they mainly play early Van Halen songs? <laughs> yeah. They played full horn section renditions of uh, stuff off Diver Down and uh, Women and Children First. Arguably the two weakest. <laughs> 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 so David Lee Roth. Uh, yeah, so running with the devil, it's just comedy gold. Yeah, it's, just, it's so there's so many funny things that he does that he probably they were high fiving themselves in the booth when he was like got done. They're like, and now you listen oh, to oh, it. Oh, we, we, you're not gonna hear it on the record, but that is that is some gold stuff. It's well done, there. Dave. You can you can like it's in the background though, and there's a lot of background vocals over the parts where he's all just like being like, I'm running, yeah, like you know, like that stuff's like. Kind of sunk. It is not sunk when you listen to uh, the fucking the Running with the Devil isolated take. 
So that one's rad because it's funny. Under Pressure, I think, is rad because yeah. it shows that, like, David Bowie and Freddie Mercury were, were yeah. like, that's not studio trickery. Like, no, that's, that there's something like going on. Two that was good stuff. You are, like, good at being on vocals. Yeah. I not really listened. I didn't really know that how good a singer David Bowie was. You never think of him as being, like, an amazing vocalist. But, no. Uh, but, like, Raw, it sounded like it's really good. He's got, like, a. It's so dumb to say, oh, David Bowie's yeah, a good singer. Hey, but no. Hey, David Bowie sounds good when he sings. <laughs> <laughs> but you should check it out because it's like yeah, it's, well, it's just like really good. I think I think David Bowie like knew what he could do and maximized it. Yeah, right. Yeah. Like because it's like I think you know there's there's I don't think anyone would argue that in Under Pressure it's like Freddie Mercury is a better singer. You know, like who, like sure, know, yeah, more octaves, and he's like they do clearly like sing his ass off, and like fucking David Bowie's a little like he's more limited in range, definitely, but. Yeah he maximizes what he does. Yeah. I would compare it to how um, Pete Townsend's not as good as play, at playing guitar as, say, like, Jimmy Page, but he does better things. <laughs> yes, I mean, who, who would you rather listen to? Uh, uh, listen well, to me, uh, me uh, Pete Townsend, because I hate fucking Led Zeppelin <laughs> so much. <laughs> That's a different podcast. Yeah, we like to uh, tease podcasts that we'll do in the future. Uh, we're going to have one previous where, conversation we had driving back from gigs. <laughs> like, uh... Yeah, there. Don't worry. There'll be uh, there'll be a fucking hatchet piece on that <laughs> some point by, by me. Yeah, they've they've been getting by for too long without <laughs> without punk rock kids, guys in their forties, going. You know what? Fuck like that. <laughs> what are some other good ones? Well, I sent you uh, back in black. Back in black, which is also pretty kind of funny. It's funny. It's kind of good, but it's also like wow. He's he is one note. I, I didn't I didn't know. Yeah, I didn't know Brian Jones just had that one note throughout the whole song. He's not singing. It's like that, if that if song's you, in A, he is singing A every single fucking note. It's great. If you if you needed more fuel for the for the Bon Scott <laughs> oh. over Brian Johnson debate, I don't know. Hearing who, the rock who sings take. fucking money talks? That would be my <laughs> <laughs> money talks. Who sings fire your guns? <laughs> you, you know you had me in your last week. I said thunderstruck. <laughs> <laughs> I would have. I would have agreed with you, but like <laughs> razor's edge, fire your guns. Just like, oh man, who, who you sings? Fire your guns. <laughs> who sings stiff upper lip? It's like I don't yeah, care who sings. Stiff upper lip. <laughs> that's not a fun song. Also, I saw them on the stiff upper lip tour. Yeah, <laughs> the two shows that I've seen in the Tacoma Dome, both would do the bands that have been around longer. Than yeah, m- maybe maybe past their best <laughs> at that point. You know what? ACDC circa two thousand one still getting it done <laughs> oh no I, I don't doubt this the I live show was amazing the, like, since back in black kind of 30 plus years of very mediocre records and then the last one was like actually pretty good no they are 100 percent the the ramones mm. of rock and roll oh, was it kind of treading water <laughs> in, no in that they have defined they define their style and they're like we got it and then they'll put out albums that'll have two good songs on like, at yeah. a certain point. Like, they started out putting out albums that had a bunch of good songs on them. And past Back in Black, it's like any ACDC album you pick up is going to have, like, a couple of hits. But yes. you're like, this is good. This will be on a playlist. And then it'll have a bunch of other songs. <laughs> <laughs> like, in this case, mostly sing-along Tondra sex songs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because they're very limited in scope. <laughs> like, fucking songwriting. Yeah, they, they they don't do a lot of like drinking. I think it was like, it's very occasionally drinking. It's, it's drinking and fucking and then some rock. combination. It right, talks about rock. how good rock and roll is. Yeah, <laughs> and how it should be played very loud. Yeah, it's like it's not noise pollution. <laughs> also, this isn't toxic waste. Also, oh. that is a classic straw man argument. I don't know that anyone was like, you know what? I have this this uh, academic journal about how rock and roll is noise <laughs> pollution. And they're like, no, it's not. I'm not sure who was trying to stop Kiss from playing rock and roll in the 1980s. Well, we all should have been, but like, Look, they seem to have a lot of protest songs about how fucking important Kiss were. That <laughs> seems to be their fucking major political point. It's like, Kiss needs to get people playing rock and roll. It's really important for the kids. I also thought that one of their main stances was like, they don't need to get to know people before having oral sex. <laughs> I thought that was the other thing. Like, do not I- want to wait until I know you better. <laughs> I didn't know if this is a specific song you're referring to or just the uh, stuff I've read about Kiss and then Isn't I just that a, like I believe that's the first line from the song <laughs> Lick It Up Lick It Up is a yeah. classic Kiss I would say <laughs> yeah I mean Kiss finally breaks up for good the, that's the first song that people are gonna Lick It Up that's a good idea. <laughs> you remember our national anthem Lick It Up <laughs> it's like 
you remember our national anthem? God uh, gave rock and roll to you part two. <laughs> <laughs> ladies room. <laughs> um, uh, unholy. Our state, our state anthem. Great expectations. Also, those are the two worst kiss songs. Those, but those are proper kiss. Those, those with Ace Freely. I'm, I'm, bet- was, I'm betting with like Freely Vinnie Vincent. Great expectations, and that is probably the worst. Although it's about how uh, ladies see him play guitar and want to fuck him, and they have too high of expectations. What the experience <laughs> is going to be like? <laughs> That's like legitimately what this like. Like the song wow. is like, you see got, me play. You know what my hand gals, can do. I, I, can, I can do this, but. I've drunk a bottle and a half of vodka. This like it's it's not gonna it's not gonna be pretty. You know, um, it's gonna be a lot of soft rock situation yeah. later on. Like it's gonna be some real Beth. What can I do? Shit. Like. <laughs> no, I know, I know I'm hearing shit, but it's it's not happening. Yeah. Um, the boys are not playing. This is... <laughs> he he only quit drinking ten years ago. Well done, Ace. That's fucking because you think like he's still alive. You think oh he must have quit drinking in like 1979 to. Just still be with us. <laughs> like around the time that they kicked him out. And yeah, it's because like, oh my god, you like you're too drunk to be in kiss. Off you go. Because <laughs> I don't know. They say they party a lot, but can you, can you see kiss? Like Paul Stanley seems like he, he gets to bed early. Is he like a like a Mick Jagger kind of like? I feel like both of those guys are just like they go back and they just listen to like recordings of their shows like looks at the peaks and the valleys to see like what things people responded to yeah. like maybe like the freakonomics podcast and stuff like that <laughs> and they're just like we listened to it shock me didn't really have the, the what we needed we should switch that out for firehouse bring firehouse back in that's gonna get a big firehouse pop. is also fucking weak <laughs> that is a very weak riff <sighs> yeah d- dirty little secret of a lie there's a lot of terrible songs <laughs> on Yeah, we're told by rock magazines and growing up in the 80s and 90s that there were certain like untu- these touchstone records that are so important, they're so amazing. A lot of filler on, on a lot of those records. Like, yeah, Live at Budokan for Cheap Trick has some bad songs on it. Yeah. Alive has some great versions of badly recorded songs. Yes, album. yes. But then it has like a bunch of songs where it's like, oh. Ooh, yeah, didn't, like, didn't need to hear that. You did not. You, you could have put anything you know, else in there. Like, single albums, okay, guys. <laughs> yes, like no. I think I have all all the Live Kiss records somewhere. Alive. A crate of what's CDs. On, what's on a Live Three? A Live A Live Three has Gaga Rock and Roll Two Part Two at the end. It has it has Unholy. It has what's that disco song they did? Um, oh yeah. Um, I was made for loving you. Yeah, I was made for love. <laughs> rotten. Absolutely rotten. No. Fucking alive too. Is that the one that starts with Juice and Strasser, or is that no? Alive that's alive. Because uh, that's a strong opener. That is an incredibly strong. <laughs> the live version of Deuce yeah, is pretty amazing. And then there's the strutter on there is really good too, compared to like when you listen to like the one on Double Platinum. The one on Kit on just the album Kit yeah. is like they just like chug Nyquil before <laughs> they fucking play. It's so like turgid and just like you know. Um, yeah, I mean, Kiss is pretty good though. Oh yeah, overall I think that they've done more good than harm at this point. But well, they gave rock and roll to everyone. <laughs> they put it in the soul of everyone, right? What? They put it in the soul of everyone. <laughs> yeah, is that a thing? Yeah, I think that's. The... Uh, that's what they did. They're they're in the running for one of the funniest bands. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they dress like a black metal band. <laughs> they did. They really. And then they play the weakest pop music ever. <laughs> Well, that's what's so funny about that first uh, Venom album, is it sounds like a dirtier version of Kiss. It sounds like a more poorly distorted version of Kiss. Well, of Kiss, Kiss the, the, the bass, they use a lot of distortion on the bass in Kiss. Like, not, yeah, they have not, that, every like, single record, that, that SVP, like, yeah. turned them, like, all the way up. Yeah, so they, they should be kind of heavy. <laughs> and they claim they're the heavy metal Beatles. They're, they're none of those things. <laughs> they're n- not a sink. No, take another run at that. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of people who are like, Using the Beatles as an excuse to play shitty music, or like, hey, we wanted to like combine the Beatles with blank, and it's like, don't, don't, like, don't bring the Beatles into this, like, you, you know what I mean? Like, let them, let them stand on their own. Yeah. <laughs> Although there is a, the like in the the medley at the end of Abbey Road, there is a part in a Beatles song that sounds exactly like Kiss, so I kind of blame the Beatles a little bit for Kiss because I feel like they heard that part. It's like. 45 seconds and goes into a drum solo that's exactly like the Peter Chris drum solo on a live. 
So we'll show note that. Um, so that was a very long digression to get because I don't think we have any kiss. Have we listened to any? I've I've kiss? not heard any acapella. Any of the instruments, any of the um, stripped down versions of, of, of kiss at all. Is it, have you seen any of them? I haven't on looked. The thing is, you have to look, and they're probably there because when I started, like. I was like, you know, I put together like a little bit of a playlist. Like, oh, you got to check out like Running With The Devil. You got to check out this. You got to check out that. And I was like, there's got to be some like real metal. You you sent me Inner Sandman. Yeah. And Inner Sandman is pretty good because there's some leads, some very buried leads. Yeah. That are, like, clearly on like a, they, they ran out of track. So they put it on a backing vocal track. <laughs> it's, it's Hetfield. It sounds exactly like Hetfield like sound. And then there's like a dude. At Guitar Center playing Blues League, <laughs> like at one point, it's just like, how about this? How about how about not that? <laughs> like, and that shit is like, I do not remember that. I've heard Inner Sandman a lot. I do not. Those leads are very in the back. <laughs> like they are very yeah. faded down. Yeah. And um, there is, I, the, the, right at the end of that song though, there's like extra bits. So it's not just leads. There's there's like more ridiculous vocals, like whoa, mama, kind of kind of things. Like there other is, other other things that you don't expect to expect to hear. There was the appropriate amount of yes. Because <laughs> <laughs> this, yeah. this is when this is when Hatfield was learning how to, um, how to actually how to sing. Uh, would you? Uh, there was a Mark Marin interview with him. He talks about like another black albums were like where I actually started. Because he like singing blew out, he blew out his voice and he had oh, to like, okay. try to do be better at. Because before he'd just be like, what, what? the thing is though, he says that it sounds pretty like similar. Like it's like he's gotten weirder with his vocals like as they got on. But yeah. you listen to like the raw take of Inner Sandman, it's like not demonstrably different than what he was doing on fucking. I I, don't, I think he's he's yelling more on on Rival Lightning and Master of Puppets. Sure. And, and then on, on, on just roll maybe I'm not, the first the first record he's kind of like yelping. He's like yeah. very <laughs> ow. <laughs> Obviously I can't do it. But yeah, it's <laughs> no, super high. No, it's it like, was like Hetfield was in the room. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, why are you drinking a beer? I thought you were sober, and it turned out it was you. I was let down. 16 years. <laughs> Hit uh, the lights. But don't no, worry. What is, what Some you... kind of monster podcast is coming. Oh, fuck, yeah. Yes, um, just to try like briefly. There's, a, there's, extra, there's an extra half hour of material recorded 10 years after the original yeah. fucking documentary. That's going to be amazing. We're, Even yeah. if that sucks, that's going to be amazing. No, it's still going to be the best. Um, so, oh, uh, and briefly, while we're, while we're on Metallica. Because I sent you that other, other video this this week. Um, the if you change all the uh, it from a minor scale to a major scale, it kill them all sounds like Blink One Eight Thirty Two. But that's uh, yeah, that told me what I already knew, which was that um, Metallica was huge with anyone who played aggressive. Yeah, anyone who liked like punk or anything else. They got that man, and I remember that shit like when I was coming up in in Anchorage, the, like those bands that would be like super street or gutter punk or whatever. Like you get a few beers in them, and they would start playing like fucking like fight fireworks. <laughs> like they would like they would like they knew that like they had clearly really woodshedded those riffs. Like so, well yeah, people go up and listen to, listen to those particular set of records, and there's not there's not that many that we all have in common. But yeah, kill them all is, is gonna be one of. Yeah, or like yeah, or like ride the lightning or whatever. Like that that style of guitar playing, like yeah. if you play guitar, you you fucked around with that. Yeah, like, also they're very they're kind of pure guitarist band more so than more so than I think other thrash bands. Maybe because some of the intros of those songs, like um, on the video, you, you, if you Google uh, Blink One Hundred Two plus Metallica or, or whatever it is, um, you'll you'll hear that the intros to all these songs played on um, play in the major scale and they do sound like Blink One Hundred Two, but you hear them and you're so familiar with them because I think most of the intros of those songs are played without drums and bass in the background. Like a lot of yeah. them, like you can just hear the raw guitar being played. Yeah. 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 So as a, as an excited guitarist, like when you, when you hear the record, it's like, Oh yeah, this is, it's really present and the riffs are really important. Like, a, yeah. like on Sabbath records and stuff like that, but it's yeah. Yeah. And it, it's just funny that, yeah, those are all minor key riffs. So it's mm. just a little tweak and it sounds slightly off, but they do straight up sound like, Newer pop punk. Yeah, that, like Motor Breath in particular. I'm like, oh my god, this is such a good song. It's <laughs> yeah, really good. It's really good. So, definitely Metallica fans here. Uh, was there any ever uh, acapella videos that you that stuck out to you when we were compiling uh, I, the? Well, list? I listened to the the Spells Like Teen Spirit one, but it, it was like it was kind of exactly how you'd expect it to sound. But yeah, I, the, I didn't really get anything. My from my that. revelation from listening to that one is that. Um, I could tell where they did some cutting and pasting, but for the most part, it was just like, oh, like, oh, yeah, he's really good. Like, you know, people like, some people like, 
people give Cobain shit about his voice, but he's like, no, it's it's good. Like yeah. he'll he'll yelp as well sometimes. He'll like his voice will break and go really high or whatever. But it's I think it sounds yeah. cool. And in that song, he doesn't doesn't even really do that. Like yeah, the yelling's very controlled. Yeah, and it's he sings in key. What do you want? Like he's really good. <laughs> yeah, he, he knows what he's like. He knows what he's doing. I guess that's the thing. Like, yeah, he, he knows he how to use his voice. To he maximum. doesn't sound like like Journey. He doesn't sound like I presume Adele. I don't know Adele. Does she sound like Kurt Cobain? Paul is like yes. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. I stand corrected. And the other thing you you on this on our little bullet point of things to talk about was um, is this unfair to vocalists? I think that's an interesting point to bring up because it's like all this stuff's now freely available on online. You can literally hear Brian Johnson kind of screaming his way through uh, through these yeah, songs. Like, and, it, w- yeah, voice similar to Speaker Home. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, he's yeah, he's a. I don't know. It, it depends what you mean by fair. Like, yeah, I I mean, I think m- most of these videos, I think, are done, not all of them, but most of them are done more to be, like, I think, to, to prop up vocalists, like, more to, it's not, it's not there to make fun of, it's like, look how amazing this is. Yeah, I would Without say so. the fucking music, this shit's still fucking sweet, you know? Like, yeah. And so, in that spirit, I think it's cool. It's one of those things where it's, like, there, there's some hit piece ones. Like, yeah, probably. The, the, the ACDC one might be a bit of a hit piece. It is very funny. It's should... very funny. He says mama in that song <laughs> way more than I remembered. And I've heard fucking the song Back in Black like a lot. Like, I've listened to it a lot. And the mamas, I don't know if they've blended to the rest of them. There's a lot of, like, I'm back mamas. I never knew that that was, like, I didn't look at a lyric sheet or anything. I mean, but... you, hear, you hear an M sound when you when you think about, like, at the end of some of those those, those lines. But, yeah, it's apparently you sing mama. So, He's next, named, next um, karaoke. Like, <laughs> I'm gonna really hit those mamas hard. I'm gonna be like, and I'm back, mama. mama. <laughs> like, I can just really get in there, get like dancing on it, just <laughs> mama. Like fucking really get in there. Um, yeah, I just—it's one of those things where, like, I wonder as we can, you can do this thing where you can get isolated tracks for stuff. If you know, if it's if it that if that's a weird thing for if. If that was your plane, if you'd feel weird about it. So, yeah, we, we can say that as an example. I, I'd feel a little bit um, on edge because I'm sure there were actual mistakes and stuff that I've recorded. And then it's like, well, it'll sound cool. We put the drums and the keyboard on top of it. It'll sound, sound all right then. Yeah. Um, but as as a, an excited music fan, like my favorite iso- like, isolated stuff is like, um, what was the, the Rio by Duran Duran, the bass line on that? I, I fucking, I, it sounds good anyway, but isolated is like, this is amazing. It's so good. <laughs> so many notes. P.S. That dude is not a pocket player. That's that was really good. You could not have too many notes in that riff. Like <laughs> he was really like notesy. Like it's like he's, he's the like, opposite of Cliff Williams. Like I was, I was gonna say he's, he's, he's the Bizarro uh, Michael Anthony, but it both works. Like it's really either way, it's very clear that that guy's like this seems a little sparse. Let me put a million notes into this, like. Every note I know. Yeah, like you never think of like Duran Duran as being like, oh no, they're such fucking accomplished musicians that that you know. You always think of like uh, that Rush and those boring ass Dream Theater kind of dull progressive technical bullshit bands as being as being the ones that are super gifted. But like Duran Duran, fucking shred. They're really good. Yeah, no, that that dude's really. What's, um, have you seen the movie Sing Street that came out? Last no, year? no, is it good? It is good. It's about it's about eighties Dublin and. Foreman bands. It's cool. a super sweet movie and it's really good, but one of the things is Duran Duran coming on and like a music like nerd older brother being like, You gotta listen to the bass on this because he's one of the most accomplished <laughs> bass players in like the business. And when that oh. happened, I was like, That guy's right. <laughs> like it, it's right. That is he's one of the most it's it felt it felt real to me. Yeah. That well good, because like it's it's not a popular or at least not not one not an opinion that's it's not so much people go no he's a genie bass it's like who cares about the fucking bass on Rio like well I do it sounds great but it's one of those things where you listen to Rio and it maybe you it if you're just listening for the hooks you it doesn't occur to you how ridiculous the bass line is no how like <laughs> that ascending part how, <laughs> like, so, so like it is I mean again we'll show note the shit out of this but it is very noticeable like yeah. it is like and it never gets simple. Like, he no. never simplifies <laughs> it, it just gets more complex. It's like, <laughs> so it's just the thing where it's I like... Know, one part, I think, towards, just before the chorus starts, he just hits the lowest note, and bong! He does that, and, like, and that's, maybe he might that's do a, a stage bit, and then he goes into, like, a billion more notes. <laughs> <It's> like, oh, <laughs> and then, again, he's just trying to, like, 
He's trying to like play the lacquer off the finish of his neck. Just like can't can't stop it. I hate this place. Yeah, um, I get a new one if I ruin it. All right, so I guess we're, we think it's good nature. Good nature. I, it seems hero to be yeah. Um, for the most part, other than that uh, that hole. Um, well, I thought I think that's a shreds video. You know, those uh, the ones where they they deliberately take out. <laughs> I saw it with the Steve Vai. You've probably seen this. I've seen those. Those are pretty um, funny. Yeah, the fake ones where it's like they've re-recorded the guitar, so it's just someone making a, a yeah. Cool face and while, it, like, it is work. funny to see Steve Vai not be able to play guitar. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and because... it takes me right back to being fourteen of learning how to play guitar. It's, it does sound like oh shit. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. when you plug a fucking you know <laughs> bootleg, not real Stratocaster into a fucking PV like yeah. ten watt eight it's eight like speaker. <laughs> Damn it. like yeah um yeah like those and those are obviously you know because no one's no one's saying that like fucking van halen can't you know there's a bunch of van halen ones like and no one's saying you can't so that no, like no, people no. know um yeah i agree you know it's is there anyone that you would want to see like a, a solo video of like, um, that isn't on the thing is i think if you look you can find anything because i look for uh cannibal corpse i just said cannibal corpse vocal only yeah i and totally found one like i found hammer smash face yes like the vocal only which is pretty ridiculous sounding, so it sounds kind of how you'd expect right <laughs> yeah there's not a lot to learn from that <laughs> no it's just kind of like i was just oh, i wonder if anyone's unearthed like queen you know like it's like, never to be like extreme metal or something more yeah like, where it's like well I, yeah the, the more obscure bands the, the couple of like punk rock bands that uh, i grew up with uh like therapy and curb dog I'm like that would be cool to hear those records broken down but probably unlikely to hear it because they just they don't have the the appeal even iron maiden like obviously the massively famous band iron maiden um i feel like they have to have those they had number of the beast uh bass isolated and i couldn't find very much else there um, was um but I'll, I'll i'll look again this is i know there was a ago. documentary on the making of that that had a bunch of it wasn't full songs but it had them tracking oh, okay. and you listen to the guitar and you're like by itself the guitar was like not super heavy sounding and you're like yeah and you're like oh that's crazy because that's like all together yeah it, it, like, were... it's it's heavy enough you know what i mean like, <laughs> like they're not the world's heaviest fucking map but they there's definitely like but no but it's not, to it. compared to like how like it was like way thinner like they clearly yeah i don't know if they, they double track it the tone, well and they also probably were like well there's this is my guitar and it's gonna have your guitar and, and yeah they, and they probably like, there isn't like um you know some bands that do um like rhythm guitar and there's just like one rhythm guitar track going through the whole thing but it's a degenti fucking like super crushingly like metallica I think they probably double track it, but they, they, they like, do 80 tracks. <laughs> but it's just it's one uh, rhythm guitar. But on Maiden, it's like they're both playing like a rhythm part, and it might not be the same rhythm yeah, yeah. part. That's I think better. Like yeah, I, yeah. Well, I think awesome. when you have two guitar players, you should have them do separate shit. Yeah. So like that comes together to sound fucking. Yeah. Otherwise, you've got like a lead guitar player when and they just come in to do solos and shit. Like oh, like Metallica. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> boring, right? Like, you know? Exactly like Metallica, where it's like hurt. Yeah, you can't even be in the studio <laughs> tracking all these risks. We'll talk about this more. I gotta not talk about Metallica. No, no, it's too lot, tempting. I have a lot. There's so much to say. Um, all right, so Acapella Gold. Yeah, go for it. Thumbs up, definitely. Um, if you guys, so we're gonna put out we had a bunch that we picked out that I that we thought were cool. We'll put those in the show notes. If you guys have uh, <laughs> Acapella or others uh, isolated tracks stuff, fucking. Send it our way. We'll yeah. we'll make we'll make fun of it. Or like or we'll, <laughs> we'll talk be about impressed it. by it. Or yeah, we'll or we'll be like, oh that was cool. Or nah, not us. Um, so we'll do something. Um, so uh, okay, we're gonna take a quick break and have a word from uh another one of our gracious sponsors, and then we'll be back for our last segment. listening to a podcast and our research indicates that means you care about two things the enormous amount of time you spend at the post office brought about by the pressures of running your own business and sleeping on an internet mattress i'm a drugsy hypersleep we've perfected the right combination of springs foam sleeping pills and straw to make a mattress that the state of arizona describes as meeting many of the standards required for sale to prison and livestock hospitals we don't just guarantee that this is the best night's sleep you'll ever have the chemicals in our mattress make us go further 
waking up suddenly, frightened, sober, at 3 a.m., gone. Those anxiety dreams that you think are about work but are really about your dad, gone. Sleeplessness caused by the constant dwelling on the fact that stump fucking rednecks put a fascist in charge of our country, and no matter how smart you are, you're never going to be safe again. Thing of the past. You'll literally sleep for days at a time on the Madroxy Hypersleep Mattress. You can find out more at World Wide Web. That's www.madroxyhypersleep.com. Enter the code PILLS to receive a 15% discount on any purchase. Madroxy Hypersleep. Hey, being asleep isn't avoidable. Madroxy Hypersleep is not responsible for the loss of income, employment, or relationships caused by using our technically legal product. Do not consume more than two Madroxy Hypersleep mattresses per year. Yeah, it's because 978 penny. All right, and we're back. Last section. Last section. New records slash music. Yeah, slash stuff. I don't know, like, you know, right now, if you guys have other suggestions, but right now we're going to leave you with some, just some, you know, a little dash of shit to get you for your day. Um... As I stated in a podcast, you probably didn't hear it because it was an echoey nightmare. Yeah, the uh, cave podcast. <laughs> the, the K-hole podcast? The cave, cave. Oh, I like K-hole podcast. Sure, well, let's go. <laughs> let's take it again. The K-hole podcast. <laughs> Shit. Whoa. Uh, yeah, so um, I like to fucking I like to buy records. I'm a record buyer. Like, actual vinyl. I spend too much, trawl the internet, find some good stuff. This week, I'm suggesting a split six-inch. Wait, what? <laughs> uh, side note, it's so weird. I don't know. They pay more probably to get that. I don't. It's not like you like get a deal to do. A record shorter. We only need six inches of vinyl. Records come in seven inch and twelve inch. It's ten inch as and well. It's ten it's, inch, it's, it's, but rare. ten inches are more expensive than twelve inches because yeah. it's like not as common and it's like probably like they have to use other dyes and shit. Yeah, to do it, maybe so. get different engineers that know how to do the ten yeah. inch runs. Yeah, they get the yeah they get the. the yeah, the more porny 10-inch guys do it. <laughs> so the fact that they made a, a 6-inch is just weird yeah. in general. And it's weird because when you put it on your, your shelf with your 7 inches, it kind of just like <laughs> – Stands it, out. It just, no, it, it doesn't. It <laughs> it, 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 quite the opposite, in. actually. It disappears. Kind of, it disappears because everything is in a line, and then it's, it's like tucked in. It's all smaller. Um, so it's a split 6-inch. Uh, there's the band uh, Orchid, which is one of my favorite early – Screamo, power violence kind of bands. Um, and uh, Combat Wounded Veteran, who are a little, like, way more just kind of power violence and grindy. Uh, super Screamy. Uh, both of those bands are really awesome. That split uh, six inches is really awesome. And there'll be a link in the show notes to uh, someone who was kind enough to put uh, both sides of that split in one YouTube uh, video. So you guys can look at it for free. Um, I would direct you to uh, streaming services. Streaming services don't have uh, weird early 2000s. No, <laughs> like it, screamy seven six inches. Much so I love Spotify. Sometimes it it sometimes has loads of stuff that you that you're like, oh, I really didn't think you'd have this. And then sometimes it's sometimes it's like, I want to listen to Deep Cover by Dr. Dre and it is straight up don't have the <laughs> fucking title. And it's like ah, uh, I gotta settle for Twins Deep Cover '96 or whatever the <laughs> fucking big pun, Fat Joe. I found it irritating when it has. Half a band's catalog because it's like, yeah, we're not doing a deal with fucking Atlantic Records or whoever it was. It's like we're not going to have their two biggest records, but all after people stop buying records and they had to just put shit out themselves, we got all that because they'll talk to us. They'll talk to us, <laughs> but fucking Atlantic won't. Oh, whoever it is. So yeah, that's, <laughs> yeah you're really sticking it to Atlantic. They're yeah, not, I don't know. I don't know why because be <laughs> I don't know why all of the Led Zeppelin records are available fucking Spotify. As as I'm sure you're aware. Not not if you don't look for them. That's what I found. <laughs> Do you have a, uh, a... I don't have a music thing, but I do have a thing that from uh, the, the that I haven't I got into over the last couple of weeks, which was the Netflix show, uh, The Santa Clarita Diet. <sighs> that, <laughs> it's really good. It's, Is it? Yeah, it, it doesn't look like it'll be any good. Um, it looks very um, kind of mainstream, boring sitcom, but it's it's really well done. Um, uh, Drew, uh, uh, Drew Carey. Drew, Drew Carey. <laughs> <laughs> Drew Carey. <laughs> Drew Carey is, is a delight, and he's amazing. Uh, <laughs> Timothy Elephant's really good. Uh, no, the, the acting's really fucking fantastic, and it's one of those. It's it's like uh, last one. It's not it's not those uh, A to B back to A kind of sitcoms. It, it goes in, in a, multiple directions. Like the end of the show uh, it, it is not where the beginning of the show was. So you, 
the, the stakes are kind of high. People might die. It's it's kind of cool. So how does it stack up against Young Pope? Uh, it's much better than Young Pope. One. <laughs> I would say you're mostly out of your mind. Do you, have you finished Young Pope? No, I'm, I'm about. Uh, I think I've got three or four episodes to go. Okay. So, it's about to get really good. <laughs> and then does that kangaroo become Pope? Because that was my prediction. <laughs> no, I don't want to spoil what happens. There, there's a definitive fate to that kangaroo. Oh man, Pope's gonna fucking eat that kangaroo. <laughs> yeah, Pope's gonna box that kangaroo. Whoever wins shall be Pope. Um, I'm putting nothing also, past this show. It is fucking insane. It is. It uh, it's ten episodes. Nine and a half of them are awesome. <laughs> Throw that out there. Young Pope does not stick the landing. <laughs> <laughs> We'll talk about it on the Young Pope cast that we're reviewing. Yeah, when I'm caught up, we'll we'll get we'll get fully into it. But yeah, Santa Clarita Diet, um, surprisingly good, better better than you think it would be. So, you know. so okay, if you watch uh, Santa Clarita Diet and it's terrible, yeah, you can you just the... switch over to BoJack Horseman. So yeah, okay. Um, I, I, I might, might about do it for podcast number two A. I think so. I two B, two B. I think technically. Okay. Because we started we started two A. I thought it was just two. And it was terrible. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. I'm subnoting a, an, an A after uh, this one. Okay. That's fair. You know Just what? We'll leave this cut all this. You guys, all, all of this. You know what? Tweet, tweet at us how you would like us to like do aborted podcasting. Yeah. Shit, if we we'll, should like automatically assign a, a letter to it if we know we're going to do it a second time. Or yeah. If, if someone could come up with like a parliamentary procedure, rules yeah. and regulations for how we should do this. Yeah. Because we – I mean even though we really like podcasting – it's been a thing for like ever since Ricky Gervais invented it in 2006. Yeah, it's like fucking a very long time. We should know how to. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying we should we should be able to do that. We will. This is a it's it's a hard learning curve. <laughs> yeah. Look, Rome wasn't built in the day, guys. <laughs> Peace.